Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Porter Hawkins here, back with another episode um, of the Porter Hawkins Show. Welcome back to everybody listening. Um, today we have a, another great episode. Today we have uh, my friend Anthony Esparza on the show with me today. Um, Anthony is also a young hustler, just like me and the others that have been on this show. And you guys listening, um, Anthony is a fellow real estate agent, like me as well. Uh, which is another reason why uh, he is on here. We're going to talk about a couple different things relating to that. But we're excited to have Anthony on and uh, just chop it up a little bit with him. And I'll kind of give Anthony uh, the time and turn it over to him to kind of give a little introduction um, and kind of tell us his story, where he's from, and what brought him to where he's at today, um, and just go from there. So, Anthony, I'll give you the time to... Like I said, in, introduce yourself to the people and kind of give yourself, hype yourself up, give yourself an introduction. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Porter. Um, stoked to be on the show. Glad you called me to to come participate. For it was sure, bro. Like a few months ago, you were on mine, and now yeah, it's nice little round circle, round circle, or how do you say that? Full circle, <laughs> full circle, yeah. and then we'll probably do another one, and then another yeah. one. So it's awesome. No, it's been cool. Um, yeah, my name is Anthony Esparza. I uh, I'm a real estate agent, and I've been uh, a real estate agent for almost two years now. I think two years in either May or March. I'm not sure. You know, the two M months. You lose track me. of time, right? Yeah, you, get lo- After yeah, you lose track the first of time. Year. So um, I work for a company called Unity Group Real Estate, um, and you know, I when when Porter called me and told me, you know, beforehand, think about your story. I kind of struggled. I'm not going to lie because. I don't right, think my hard. story, yeah, I don't think I have like a crazy story. I think I had like a pretty average, you know, childhood life. Right. I, mean, I had like my uh, typical childhood trauma, which I think everybody has. Some yeah, of that. for sure. Um, but I guess really, you know, my story, I guess you could say is I, I've known from a young age, I've always, I never wanted to be average. I've always wanted to be different or I've, or I've seen people who go out and, take these different paths in life and you know live live how they want and you see like you can see they love what they do you can see they love their life and then you see other right. people who who live other lives and you can tell they're just getting through it every single day right. and I knew that's that's not how I wanted to grow up right um, and also I've always been like that little kid who just like you know, if I wanted a toy at the store I'd bug my mom to death to get me that toy and I'd get it you know like I'd always go way out of my way to get things that I wanted. Right. Not saying that I get everything yeah. I do today. Very good. But you know, you you know what you want. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm kind of just like I if I want something and if I get it set in my head, I feel like I can. You're gonna go get it. I'm gonna try to go get it. Yeah. It's the hustler mentality. So, That's awesome, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean. Um, oh, go ahead. My bad. Or I, I was just gonna say, you know, obviously, like you said, I can relate to you as well. Yeah. You know, I, I've been learning a lot about. You know, origin stories is what a lot of people call them. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, that's the biggest way I feel like to relate to people and have people relate to you. And, you know, when I first, you know, I'm actually going to be, you know, making a YouTube video on kind of what my origin story mm-hmm. is. When I first sat down to kind of, like you said, think of my story, I had a, I had a hard time doing that as well. Like, yeah. like you, I, you know, I, I was very blessed growing up. I had a great upbringing, you know, like you said, everyone goes through a little yeah. bit of, childhood trauma and stuff but really no like life-altering experiences yet um obviously you know we are very young so that's 
probably part of the reason and right. we're, we've been very fortunate so right. it has been very hard but you know I, I think one thing I can ask you like you know fast forward through that childhood mm-hmm. obviously you know you're a real estate agent today right and you're mm-hmm. doing what you're doing you have the goals you have kind of give like a little background on where where you came from as far as like mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't say career standpoints because we're so young but like where did you start out like I said I, I know you were in you know, uh, motocross racing yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. Kind of give background on how that went and then how you shifted into whatever you did next and then yeah. how, kind of how you ended up here. Yeah, no, that's good. Um, motocross has a lot to do with where I am today, I think, when I look back on it. And it taught me something super important that I take with me now and, you know, with me and towards my future. But right. I I started, you know, I played Little League football when I was little and stuff, and then I kind of uh-huh. transitioned, transitioned into motocross, like, 7th or 8th grade, some sometime during middle school. Right. And I did it all through high school, and, and motocross was one of those sports where you're independent, you know, you got your family, and, yeah. you know, your dad does your mechanic and fixes your bike when you crash and all that stuff, but it's, it's a right. very independent sport. Yeah. And, um... You know, I was I was pretty good at it. I wouldn't say I was anything special, but I I started at a very minimal level and I made my way up and and you know became mildly known in the state of Utah right. as a motocross racer and a pretty decent one. And then you know um, later on in, in my career, I tried to qualify for national championships. Tried that for two years back to back and didn't make it. My second year, you know, I. I knew I was going to make it, and I I just wasn't there mentally, and I didn't make it. Gotcha. Um, and then I just kind of quit. Like, it, it just ended, and I started working, and it was it was kind of sad. You know, I yeah, grew was up. It, how was that? Was it, how did you deal with that? Like, was that yeah. pretty hard to deal with? Obviously, because, you know, maybe having some thoughts of, like, you know, if I would have mm-hmm. just kept going, like, yeah. things like that. Yeah. How did you deal with that? I knew it was I knew it was all my fault. Like I knew I would have right. been at the national championships if I just had my head right. And right. my head was somewhere else at the time and it's like I knew I knew I just had to try a little bit harder. I knew I had it in me, you know, I did it my whole life. Right. And for some reason I was just you know, and I wouldn't say I felt burnt out, but I just you know, you grind yeah. year after year after year and, and you start to take away some of that intensity and then you get worse results and then Right. Ends to you. you the passion know. decreases and, yeah, and things like that, which, I mean. And I hate myself for that, you know. Yeah, like. which, I mean, it is big, and obviously you've obviously moved on with your life, and mm-hmm. you have bigger and better things, and, you know, a lot of people say, you know, that everything happens for a reason, right? right. Like, even though you do have those regrets, and, right. and everybody has regrets, and, you know, a lot of people say, like, I was listening to your podcast with, um, Dan Young and mm-hmm. he was saying which is definitely true I, I agree as he said I don't have any regrets right yeah, I, yeah. I just learn there's only learning experiences and things like exactly. that so I think for sure you can, and everyone can attest for something like that in their life you know mm-hmm. I definitely had regrets you know in relating to sports as well but yeah. also I don't because I know that I wouldn't you know I could be somewhere else if I would have kept going down that path but I'm going down a great path today. So I think that's the biggest thing to yep. kind of keep in mind. I totally agree. I think, you know, and like before I started talking about motocross, I said, you know, it taught me something super important yeah. that I carry with me today. And it's like 
when I look back, I I hate that I saw myself quit. You know, right? That that was the biggest thing. That right? was the biggest thing I learned. Up. Was like if, if I, it was like an injury or something like that, right, that would right. be different. But. And even an injury, you know, I think you just you do what you got to do and you get back to doing what you do. Like right, you're gonna have whatever you do in life. It's not gonna be a straight it's gonna line. Be Tra- it's going to be up and down. It's going to look like a roller coaster. You're going to go backwards. You're going to, right. you know, you're going to go down for five. You know, you could go, you could be going down for three years and then shoot right back up on the fourth. Right. Like you just got to stay in it and you just got to have your mind there and you, right. you know, and that's kind of what I carried into real estate. And I was like, you know, I'm never. Especially going in real estate. To give up. Right. Yeah. Especially real estate. And that like real estate beats you down so bad and right. it also makes you feel like on top of the world right you now it's like a roller coaster every single day but i i kind of have that frame of mind where it's like you know just stay focused stay persistent do your one you know i i'm big on this like what just be better by one percent a day do your one percent right. a day and then s- stick with it long term you know like the s p 500 you right. start early and just stay in there stay in there and you know you'll grow you'll you'll you know it's, you'll get yeah. to where you want to be you just gotta it's it's more of the the journey and and all that time you spend struggling that you gotta right. love and enjoy and appreciate for you know those big goals to really feel like they paid off. Right. We were yeah. kind of talking before the podcast. Like once you get to some place, it's like okay, you know you're not satisfied it. with it longer than a day, and then you want to go to the next place. Right. So Which is just, what you want, right? You never right. want to be satisfied, and that's right. why. You know, that's why you set goals so you can achieve them and then set higher goals. And then that's, you know, that's the whole story of, you know, how people achieve long-term success and stuff like that, right? And and I think the biggest thing to, like you're talking about, you know, staying in it, persevering and, you know, sticking with, rolling with the punches and going through those hard times so that you can get to those good times. I think it all comes down to, you just really have to have a passion for whatever you're doing. You do. Obviously, you know, I just specifically relating to the real estate industry because, you know, we're both in it. Obviously, mm-hmm. you know, you see a lot of people or you hear those a lot of those stats like, you know, a lot of people don't make it in the real estate industry for more than a couple right. of years right. at most. And right. a lot of that is, you know, they're they're just doing it because, oh, you know, there's a lot of money in real estate and oh you uh, you see all these real estate agents making mm-hmm. a lot of money, which mm-hmm. is true. Like those are true, but obviously they don't see the four or five years that that agent who's now doing really well, you know, struggled. really struggled yeah. and, and was grinding. So I think that's oh, the yeah. biggest reason why, you know, anybody in any industry or any passion doesn't last long is if, you know, you don't truly love what you're doing. And if you don't, mm-hmm. obviously, you know, Gary Vee is a big guy on that is, you know, don't, don't be doing that thing. Like if you, it doesn't really make you truly happy, it doesn't matter if it makes you a million dollars a year mm-hmm. or $12,000 a year. Yep. If you don't love it, it doesn't matter. That's, right? that is straight facts. <laughs> what you just said, like, like your passion, if there's no passion there, you're just going to burn out and you're right. going to be dragging every single day you wake up you know it doesn't matter how much money you get paid at the end of the exactly. day I mean, everybody wants to be wealthy who wouldn't want to be wealthy, right right but um real estate's like one of those things where it's like oh it's so easy until you try it right you know so if 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 you don't have some sort of passion or if you can't find something that you truly love about real estate besides getting 
you know, besides right. wanting Having to make money. Having the opportunity to make money. Right. right. Then you're not going to be sustainable. You're going right. to be like those statistics that say most agents fail before their first two years and don't right. sell a house within that period. Right. And it's like, you know, you got to find something other than what everybody seems to be attracted to in real estate, you know. And I know like you and me right. are kind of on the same kind right. of wavelength there. But like, yeah, it's it's I think that goes with anything. Like if you don't have a deeper rooted um, passion, like for example, I, I just like love to help people, like love to right. see the expressions and like share emotions with clients when they buy their dream home or buy their first house. Or, right you know, finally sell their old house that they've been struggling to get out of for years or whatever the story is, every every client's different. But like right. when you when you kind of like feel like you make a change in someone's life for the better, you know, it just like that's like that's like nirvana. Well yeah, it's know? deeper than business right at that point. Yeah. It's not just any transaction on paper yeah. at that point. Now it's a it's a, a relationship that right. you can carry forward for the rest of your life. And I right. think for a lot of people that really truly you know, are in real estate and love real estate. That's mm-hmm. that's the number one thing, right? If if anybody's doing, you know, well or doing good things in the industry, it's a lot of times because they have that same desire that you right. just said. You know, they love serving right. people, right. and you know, like you said, there's a lot there's a lot of different ways in that industry to serve people, right? There's different Definitely. uses and things like that, and so I think that's the biggest thing, like just going back to the passion and desires, you know, yeah. that is a lot for the people who do well in the industry. That's a common, you know, passion, I guess you could yeah. say that yeah. people they have. all have that, that passion, that similar drive. You and me, we're so young, you know, like it's, it's not like we can just right 20 year old real estate agents hop into the industry and start killing it. People, right. Most of the time we get sideways looks from people. Yeah. Like, Oh, you're a real estate agent. Oh, yeah. oh you're probably, you probably just have your license. Don't right. take it seriously. No, yeah. Or like other agents. Other agents bash me the most when I tell them, you know, they find out I'm young or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, they, it's like, yeah. Who, who, oh, yeah. you know, and, and I love it. Like, I low-key love it. I, I yeah. love when people tell me I can't do things because it's like it makes that, like, hateful energy is just gas. You right, you yeah. Just let it burn inside of you. For sure. I mean, like you said, you know, we're young. I mean, 19, 20 years yeah. old. Like you said, you know, and I think some of it is because there is that stigma, you know, yeah. in the world, the culture that we live in is like people don't like you're not even supposed to wake up and look <laughs> around and, and and figure out what you want to do till you're 25 and graduated college. Right. I know. And I think, you know, people having that, I guess, you know, older people having that mentality, that's, you know, that that leads to people looking at you in that way right and you know I I totally can that's like you said that's somewhere we can really relate but Mm -hmm. like I said it it, that that makes it part of our story right like that's that's the biggest thing is like we we can go from you know unexperienced or Mm -hmm. you know you know not credited in the industry because of our age and then you know you'll look at us 10 years down the road and um, you know, we're the experts, we're the professionals, right. which uh, I would I would confidently say to not discredit us at all. Like, right. just because our age doesn't mean we're not, we don't have knowledge of the industry and, and experience. I mean, obviously, yeah. we're learning every day, which everybody is. Even the, you know, even the veteran is learning new things mm-hmm. every day. So, you know, mm-hmm. I think uh, my, my girlfriend, Taylee, told me a quote that 
you know, her dad uses. I don't know why I just thought of this. Probably yeah. because it was just barely on my mind. But um, it was something like, you know, everybody starts out as a beginner, I yeah. think it was. Yeah. So you got to start somewhere is kind of the the motive there, or the yeah. message. Yeah, that that kind of that quote kind of brings me back to motocross because it, motocross was one of those sports I started in way too late. Right. And like I would, I got fat, you know, like I'd get faster, mm-hmm. faster than, you know, at you know, there's this pace that kids are getting faster at, and I was just passing everybody. Right. And I was going a lot quicker, but the, my biggest problem with motocross and like I didn't take it to any extreme level is I started too late. You know, right. I always think back and think like. Man, if I would have started when I was like younger, you know, on little bikes, I would be, I'd be, you know, so much faster today. Right. Like, I ended up quitting, you know, because it's just at some yeah. point you can't keep, you know, investing into something that's not going to pay off. It is tough, yeah. But that's kind of like one of the biggest things I I thought about real estate. Like, you know, I was nineteen at nineteen at the time I got my license. Yeah, same age. And you know, I went I went to college for half a semester, and I was like, well, if I just you know, start young in real estate. Yeah. And by the time I'm 25, 30, you know, I'm, I might be way more well off than right. your typical real estate agent. You know, it's it's like, well, that I, is I our, think most realtors don't start as young as, yeah, as that, we do. Yeah, that's our advantage, right? Yeah, that, yeah. That is the Definitely. advantage that we do have, like I was telling you before the podcast, like, you know, with a lot of people knowing real estate as being this up and down industry, uh-huh. which you know, I think is a little bit exaggerated. It's not as volatile and up and down <laughs> as a lot of people think just yeah, because yeah. of the different crashes and things like that. But, you know, it, having that stigma, right, is, you know, that's where our advantage comes in is because we're young guys, you know, mm-hmm. and we have the opportunity to come in and learn and, and make those failures and learn these different things and start building our credibility and our, yeah. you know, our you know our clientele and base and stuff like that and because we don't have you know we're not married and have four Mm -hmm. kids and a mortgage payment Mm -hmm. to cover and and all these bills to pay um which allows us to you know go focus all that energy and Mm -hmm. the the time and the money on you know learning and stuff like that and it gives us that advantage the edge to like you said, have a little bit more time to succeed in the industry because we are yeah. starting so young yeah. and we have the passion for sure. Yeah, I <clears throat> a good like a good way to look at it. Like for people listening, you know, um, a big reason I dropped out of college is I told myself I do real estate for four years, and that'll be like my learning. You know, right. if I struggle for four years, that's fine. If I have to get a part time job, that's fine. Right. You know, like obviously I've been blessed enough to just be able to do this full time, you know, right. and keep going. But um, I told myself, I'm going to learn as much as I can for four years and take it as as I, as I if I'm in college, you know, and I'm, I got to wait to get my degree and then see where I'm at on that fifth year. Right. But it's like everybody out there, you know, if, if you don't like college or you don't see anything in college you're going to do, right. do something that interests you for four years. Yeah, it's not know? for everybody. You're so young, there's no risk. You're not going to, yeah. if you fail, you're just going to learn. Yeah, you know, you can take that on to your next venture or whatever else you end up doing in life. But it's, it's yeah. like nothing in 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 life. And I think it's like this generation too is like everybody For wants sure. to find out how to make a million dollars yesterday. Right. And it's like well, because you know, you know that's the the stigma, right? You see these gurus and and things all over right. social media saying like promoting these different things, which yeah, they, are, they all, all yeah, they all they all they all have. 
most of them, I say, there's like the good and bad ones, right? Like most of them have actual value and mm-hmm. actually something to offer, uh, and, and on that, and then obviously there's kind of the gimmicky, you know, get rich quick, yeah. which you know there is ways to you know start making a, a lot of money within a short amount of time because mm-hmm. of the age we live in. But mm-hmm. there's no such thing as like you know not having to do any sort of work to do right. that. So and is that really sustainable long term? Right. You know? Yeah. It's not about short term. You can go make fifty thousand dollars in a day. Right. I can name matter. off a ton of things you could you yeah. can do to make that money. Yeah. And then you can lose it in the next six months because you right. don't know how to manage your money. Exactly. Like you know? I post, I I saw a quote on Instagram. I'm all about quotes today for some reason, but the one that's saying like, you know, you just because you you don't learn how to manage money the more money you make, right? Mm-hmm. It's you need to learn to manage a hundred dollars or a thousand dollars before you can manage a hundred thousand dollars, right? <laughs> yeah. So, that's it's where you so see true. it doesn't matter you know it doesn't matter if you make a million dollars a year if you're spending a million dollars a year right. and that's it doesn't matter like right. it, it it really doesn't matter yeah. so one of the things my brokers first told me when I got licenses is uh, you know you see a lot of realtors going broke because they go close a deal and they go buy new cars right fancy clothes and this and that and it's like don't do that if you want to last in this industry right and that stuck with me like you know, you I manage your money. I love to like I don't know I splurge every now and then, but I try yeah. not to. You know, it's good to like well, everybody re- reward does, right? yourself everybody, a little bit. Everybody yeah. does to an extent. Yeah, and and like that's normal. That's typical, just human behavior and whatnot. But like, if you go and like, man, I got five thousand dollars. I'm gonna go buy stuff. I'm right. Five t- till it's gone. You right. Know? And like that's in real estate, you don't get a consistent paycheck. Yeah. Some some months you close 10 deals and some, some month, you know, sometimes you go three months without closing any deals. And right. You, you know, that, you got to be really, um, diligent. what's that word? Diligent. Yeah. You yeah. Be or really diligent. just responsible really with, right. your, like you said, with managing your money. And yeah. I mean, I, the rule I kind of like to follow and I, obviously I've learned this from a bunch of different mentors mm-hmm. and things that I've followed is like, you know, with, like you said, everybody likes to spend money, right? Mm-hmm. No matter how frugal you are, you're, you're always spending money some some point right. in some time. And the biggest thing is like, you know, I, I split, you know, I kind of revert to it as my buckets, right? Your financial mm-hmm. buckets, what people call it. Mm-hmm. Before I go, you know, buy something that I want necessarily, like something that I obviously don't need, but I want, you know, I think it'd be cool to have like, you know, shoes or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Like, if I can make sure that all of my other buckets are filled to what they need to be filled to, to you know, s- set me up for my goals and my future. Right. As long as I can fill each and every one of those at the pace that it should be being filled, then yeah, I can take a little leftover of that right. cash and right. you know, go buy whatever I want. And so I think yeah. everybody, most you know, people who manage their money well, all. All kind of follow that system, which is yeah, yeah. There's like there's so much more to it too. It's like taxes, like yeah, you know, like, like when you're self-employed. Like I, my first year, I I paid a bunch of money in taxes, and I was just like, are you kidding? Me? Yeah, well, that's something and you it's don't like, think. I wrote off so much stuff, and I still paid a bunch of money. And it's like if I didn't have that money in my bank account, like I'm screwed. Right. You know? Yeah. I'm in debt. Well, like you said, especially when you're self-employed, that's you know that is one thing that that's obviously 
outweighs self-employed outweighs it but mm-hmm. you know being a w2 employee that that is one kind of nice thing is yeah you don't automatically it's automatically it. just taken out so at the end of the year you don't have to worry about it yeah. right and, and most of the time they take out too much you get a return. right yeah so like you said you just have to be constantly mindful and that's that's one of the biggest reasons i mm-hmm. love this industry and i love you know the just entrepreneurship in general is like mm-hmm. if these type of businesses and jobs and stuff, they force you to do that, right? They force yeah. you to be extra mindful about your money, learn how to manage your money correctly and, and for the long term and, and save for some different things mm-hmm. um, and just be an overall well-rounded person if you can, you know, obviously if obviously if you're not, then like you said, you're not going to make it far in whatever industry you're in. Yep. And so, I, I think it requires a huge amount of balance to be in entrepreneur like you said you got to be a super well-rounded person but if if you're too you know far on one side on either degree of whatever the category is you're talking about it's gonna it's gonna have some backlash on you one way or the other but it's balance you know you got to balance your money how you spend it how you save it yeah balance how you work because if you let it you know work will just take you you over yeah, yeah you'll work 12 15 hours yeah. a day you gotta balance I've had it a whole bunch already but like yeah then sometimes you might work two hours a day and it's like you know you got to find a good balance yeah right make sure you're always growing and definitely being consistent but it's yeah it's huge life just balancing your whole life in general for sure yeah, is everything. like obviously you know every successful person you see will tell you that right mm-hmm. is you know learn how to mm-hmm. really balance and manage your time you know set aside different times for work different yeah. times for play and yeah. different times for relationships you know family friends just yeah. things like that because that goes back to you know saying you getting burnt out in the industry or whatever mm-hmm. burnt out in whatever area you're working in that's it's that's the main cause to get burned mm-hmm. out right is you know overworking and mm-hmm. and not building systems and automation tools and passive income is a big thing as well to you know free up that time to you know create that time for your family and friends and experiences and create that time for you know whatever other hobbies you like to do because if you can balance that then it will just go cause you to excel in in everything else that you're doing so yeah i definitely agree i 100 percent agree um I I wanted to ask, have you ever felt burnt out since you've started? Um, no, and and obviously, you know, like like we are, we're young, right? Mm-hmm. So we do have you know a little bit more energy and a little bit more, right? You know, I don't I don't, I don't want to say drive, but you know, we could probably push ourselves because you know everybody that you know was young could do that, right? You right. could go work. Right. 12 to 15 hour days and, <laughs> right. and I, I would I'm gonna be the first to say this I do not work long hours like yeah. and I really don't I really don't judge myself off of the hours I work I judge yeah. myself off productivity and the tasks that I need to get done do I get them done that's that's all that matters and yeah. and when you I feel like when you live like that it does help free up you know those times for you know like you said your hobbies and your relationships mm-hmm. and things like that mm-hmm. so no I, I would say you know, I've never really been burnt out. You know, I think rather than being burnt out, I have been like, I've actually kind of been like a little hard on myself that time. Like, yeah. Man, I need to work harder. Like I see all these, you know, gurus working, saying <laughs> you need to work 15 hours a day and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, then I come back to see these, you know, extremely successful yeah. people saying, yep. you know, I work, you know, a couple hours a month 
and that's because you know there's some different tactics there so I, I would say it's vice versa effect for me mm -hmm. you know I, I there was a time period where I was like man I need to work all these long hours and work super hard to build my business and yeah. you know yes that's true like like you said we are young so now is the time to put in those good hours yeah. you know yeah. before you know we begin to have families and different obligations so right. I, I see both I don't think there's a wrong way to do things for sure and it just depends on how you want to live and and what your priorities are and things like that for sure but i feel that the reason i ask is i I've, I've gotten burnt out already right like yeah a little bit i was gonna ask you vice versa yeah i i got burnt out a little bit i i can't remember exactly when it was sometime last year but i think it was during when covid started and it was like everybody who i had in the funnel or the pipeline just like froze right and i was like you know I was which covid did covid did that for a lot of people I right i think it did it to yeah most self employed people but right. like i i felt super burnt out and it was just like but you know i expect we just felt myself, stuck right like, yeah, I where felt do stuck, i go like, from spinning here spinning my wheels but yeah you know times like that are like i expect them to happen right time after time again throughout my whole real estate career but you know you just you got to keep going another thing you said too is like you're young we're young yeah and like we have energy like that is one of my right. one of my things like like we're you know you get some of these older realtors and they're just right. like boring well, they, aren't even they've you know, been through it all right yeah so. like i'm showing a house and i see like 35 year old realtors like not even talking to their people before they unlock the door. <laughs> and i'm like you guys are right. so boring you know right like, yeah that is such a superpower for us i, I mean I, sometimes that might not even be age right like sometimes that might right. just be personality which that is one thing in real estate. I, I do think like if you don't know how to really like connect with people and and, and yeah, build relationships, you know? that's the biggest thing. But and I I guess that's just even taking a step deeper. It could be just a business model, right? Some right. people cold call, buy leads, whatever. So they don't even know whoever they're showing their house. Yeah, through, it's which, not being personal. Which even if you don't, I think you should still build a basic relationship. Before I think so that, too. For if, sure. but, if you could like harvest leads off of a cold call, that's you know that's awesome. You should yeah. you shouldn't just for sure. Take it and then on to the next, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I have a couple kind of, I guess, rapid fire, not rapid fire, but just a couple closing questions for you to kind of, okay. you know, give to the people. And obviously, you know, they're pretty simple, but yeah, one thing it. I was going to ask you, like you've, you know, you said, you know, being a young entrepreneur, real estate industry, you know, like me, I'd be curious to know, like, and we've talked about this a little bit, like you said, you know, You've had times where you felt burnt out. You've had your mm -hmm. struggles. You've, you know, you've, you've went through it. And obviously, this is a great time to, you know, go through that because we are young. We can handle those different things like, right. you know, right. COVID and these different trials that a lot of people may not be able to write out, you mm -hmm. know, in their regular lives. But the question I want to ask you is like, you know, you said you would coming up on two years, almost having your real estate license. Mm -hmm. I would like you to kind of share one or two things, you know, the biggest things that you've learned throughout this whole process. I know that's probably a big thing to ask because mm -hmm. you, pr you learn every day, but right. what are two of the biggest things that you learned, not only as a real estate agent, but just as a young hustler, young entrepreneur, uh, these past couple of years, and uh, like, what have you learned and, and just go from there? Yeah, I think um, the two biggest things I've learned since I've kind of started this journey, um, persistence is one. I yeah. mean, I've had clients where 
kind of chat about it, chat about it, go look at houses, don't look at houses, and then right. six, eight, ten months later, we finally get the ball rolling. And then, so <laughs> persistence, you know, right. it's like it's, almost a year I've spent. Yeah, you just know? keep following up. Following up, persistence, like you just well, just keep those relationships intact, right? Right. Like you said, yeah, it goes back like, to take care of your people, you know, like right. I don't know. Like Thanksgiving comes around, go drop off pumpkin pies. Like right. show them you care. You're not well, that's just a the real biggest estate thing agent. About real person, estate for sure. You know. But um, so yeah, that's, that's probably the that's first. That's a huge one. one. Yeah. Persistence, and that goes in like, you know, that could be anything. Relationships. Right. Be persistent. Anything there. in life. Your goals. Because nothing's easy, and yeah. nothing. You know, I mean, you can make a lot of things easier because. Mm -hmm. Because you know how to you know, navigate those situations and right. be persistent, like you said. Right. Um, so I think you know that's definitely a big one, and I could attest to that as well. Yeah. So I, I mean, I still got a lot to learn. I'm, I'm young, you know. But right. That's number one. Number two would have to be, man. Just, just let's say, not even in real estate. Just overall, overall. as a person, as yeah. an entrepreneur, okay. you know, what's and like I said, I okay, guess it I doesn't it. have to be I got you know, a big, huge thing. But <laughs> all right, I'm ready for it. Be a good person. Yeah, I I think that that's one, huge. I I'd almost probably put it's that one. It's just that one. simple, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. be a good have person. Have good intentions. Always, yeah, always help. Like always, give your hands out to help. Like, right? It, it does come back to you. You know. Oh yeah. You, you have good intentions. It it does. Karma is real, and you know the you know, it it's is. really the universe. Like. <laughs> It's crazy. I'll just say real quick. I'm reading this book called The Secret. I don't know if you've heard I've it. Heard I've of been it. rambling on my Instagram today. I read it. I've been reading it every morning, and like, you need to go read it. Everybody Do listening I, needs to go read yeah, it. I'm read a, it. I'm not a big reader, but I'm reading it right now. It's seriously blowing my mind. And it's like, obviously, it's about the law of attraction. The mm -hmm. power of your thoughts is like, mm -hmm. you know. It really whatever you whatever you think is true or it whatever true. you believe it's it's real because it's true. the universe doesn't know because the universe provides all things right yeah. the higher power and yeah. like the universe doesn't know you know do's from don'ts all they know is what your thought is so like let's say you're like you know I wanna I wanna lose fat mm -hmm. they don't they don't account for the the word lose they just the universe takes in fat. Mm -hmm. So if you keep focusing, oh, I want to lose fat, I want to lose fat, yeah. you know, you're going to just continue to be fat. Right. Now, think right. about it. It just, it's just crazy. It t like, it flips it on its head and thinks like, you know, I, I am great. You talk about it as if you already if have achieved, right? right? Yeah. And so it's like, you know, I am blessed and grateful to, you know, weigh to X skinny. amount or yeah. be skinny. Yeah, yeah. Like you said. So just flipping that perspective for sure is crazy and so i agree with you 100 percent. there's a lot of times and i'd say my last two years i've been pretty emotionally stable with this very unemotionally stable industry right really. but it's yeah, because it's, in there it you know you really get to choose how you see things oh you didn't oh the deal fell up you know the listing uh, appointment fell apart Right. You know, what did you learn from it? You, right. You can always turn... And what else came from that, right? Right. You can always turn something negative into such a positive, but people want to take negative things that happen to them and just like, and just like yeah. mop about When the more it, you, you know? focus on the negative, right? The, it's, it's, it happens, yeah. That's it, why negative, negative people happens. have the negative lives, right? And I agree. I know probably a lot of people would hate to hear it. Like, no, like... It's true, it's though. It's the circumstances. It yeah. really is not. It... And that's it's a hard and then they belief. Start, they start the excuses. Yeah, it's, like, it's hard. It's a hard belief to, 
you know, actually believe, right? Like, it gives, the book gives some crazy situations, mm-hmm. scenarios where I'm like, wow. I mean, I really believe in this stuff, but that's like pretty harsh. Like, yeah. it was given an instance about 9-11 and something like that. Like, saying that all those people that died, not they didn't deserve to die. Like, it's not harsh if you think about it, but they're just saying they may have had those thoughts of like, you know, I can be at the wrong place at the wrong time and those mm-hmm. fears of those different things. Those mm-hmm. thoughts led to you know, whatever happened. And like I said, there's some different beliefs that are hard to believe, but really, I think once you really get into it, it really does have a huge impact. So right. like I said, I could ramble on and on, but we'll, we'll go ahead and, and close this up. Last, the last kind of remark, you know, I'd like to, I'd like to have you kind of share just mm-hmm. to close it up for all the young hustlers out there that are listening right now. Mm-hmm. I already asked you, you know, some big things uh, that you personally have gone through and some biggest things that you've learned, you know, what, just, just give a little piece of advice. Uh, obviously we've talked about a lot of things today, but just give, if there was one thing that you could give to the people, different people listening, whether they're younger, older, whatever they may be, what's, what's one thing that you could kind of give as advice to them? Not only like, not even like entrepreneur world, anything, just young hustlers, somebody that has a dream, is chasing it. Yeah. Like what would you kind of give to them as a piece to that's maybe helped you or that you've heard from someone else Mm -hmm. that's helped you? I, I would say life has this very, um, game styled like it's, yeah it has something like life has like some sort of it's a game game style like it's well, yeah. it's kind of like a game right yeah. there's like a game style feature with with life yeah and I agree. you know so with that being said you just know play if, the you, game. if you don't play you don't win yeah it's just play know? the game play the game and you can win and it's I like think it's game. yeah I think it's important to elaborate though like you said yeah okay. it's a game play to win you know, not yeah. everything's going to go the way you want, but you can't, the people listening, you can't take that in the wrong way. Yeah, like, okay. I'll, oh, I'll life's a game. Like, I'll elaborate, you know, yeah. But so, I, I know what you mean, though. Like, you don't need to manipulate and cheat your yeah, way you through don't, the game. Right? right. You don't need to manipulate. You don't need to cheat. You don't need to be shady. You don't need to be dishonest. But, it, but like, life is just really, it's, it's, it's almost like a game. Like, you, yeah. it's always... Well, there's levels. Right? Levels, like yeah. Like you said, and I it, think you gotta can... learn. You gotta. Yeah. You gotta go out and do, and you gotta really Just like treat each year as a level, right? Yeah, like really, Things you like can. That. Me and Porter can do anything we want, literally anything, right. even though we haven't done some of the big things we want to do. Right. But it, if you look at it as a game, exactly, you can, you can get it all. You know, like well, yeah, and just play. Yeah, that's huge. I think that's that's where the big value point is, and that is like mm-hmm. you said, you know, be, if you can look at it that way, like you said. Whoever is listening to this, trying to you know chase something that they, a passion they have, or goals, mm-hmm. or whatever, if they look at it in that perspective of like, like you said, life is a game. You can you can play however you want, right? right. I the guess rules, it's the there's big no thing. Rules. There's no rules. Just don't be. I mean, there is laws. <laughs> don't break any laws. But don't be dishonest. But, don't be a douchebag. Yeah. Just be like you know, be a good person and play the game. Like right. you can't lose if you play. You know? Exactly. Yeah, you you can never lose if you play with good intentions right. and and you know, pure you know desires and goals for exactly. sure. So, I, I think that's amazing. I appreciate you, um, Anthony. Appreciate you coming on, man, and and just chopping it up with you. Um, you know, obviously, like you said, this isn't the last time, you know, to have you on the show. And I, 
I would always love, like I tell every guest that comes on this show, I would always love for mm -hmm. down the road after, you know, a lot of inter more interviews go by, like to just revisit yeah. and, you know, see, you know, how your life has changed or what perspective and, and beliefs you have are changed because that's the biggest thing is as people, like you said, in this game that we're playing, we're playing, you know, everything can be constantly changing, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. Your goals and dreams and passions could change overnight, which is not a bad thing. That's okay. As long as it's something you truly desire and have a passion for and it's not swayed by an outside source or, you know, a false belief, then mm -hmm. that's how life is supposed to be. So, yeah. you know, I appreciate you coming on and sharing your perspective. Um, and like I said, I'm excited to see where you go in the future and, and Likewise. kind of keep in touch and and just go from there. So appreciate you, bro. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Porter. Um, Porter Hawkins show, right? Yes, sir. Porter. It was Hawkins a pleasure. Um, it's been fun. We'll we'll do it again. And and yeah, sure. appreciate it. Thanks, man. Okay. Yeah. Thanks.